0: You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Final words are important words. When it comes to Jesus, most of us think his last words were, it is finished. You know, his statement of triumph on the cross. And what powerful words those were. But those were not exactly his last words. Three days later, he rose from the dead and then spent 40 days with his disciples, sharing many more words with them. They spoke about the kingdom, and because Jesus was so relational and real, it's recorded in the book of Acts that he shared many meals with them as well. Food, friends, and kingdom talk. That's how Jesus rolled. What a glorious 40 days they must have been. But then his day of ascension came. And knowing that he was going to leave, he gave his final words. They were instructions which set the modus operandi for the church age. Acts 1.8 But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What a powerful scripture. It was a prophecy over their lives. It was a declaration of their their certain future. You will be my witnesses. They sound to me like the words of a master who has successfully finished his work and is certain of the outcome. He might as well have said, it is finished again. Because at the cross, he finished his work with sin, Satan, and death. But his work with his disciples was not yet done until this moment. They were not yet the witnesses he wanted them to be. Witnesses. That's who they were called to be. That's who they were trained to be. It's also what we are called to be. And it sounds easy enough to just be a witness, but actually it's a nearly impossible job. The word witness is the Greek word martus, where we get our word martyr from. And it implies a death to self and at the same time an aliveness to Christ. In other words, if you get me, you get Christ. The Apostle Paul describes such a life poignantly. He said in 2 Corinthians 5, for Christ's love compels us. Because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. (laughs) Those are the words of a true witness. Christ's love compels us he said in other words i am under the control of god's love i no longer live for myself but for him and his great commission and his glory and his fame and this gospel that is what i'm living for paul was a witness to christ how do we live like that how do we become like that we are so often not controlled by the love of Christ and so often not devoted to the Great Commission. We lack a heart for the lost, let's be honest. And not only that, we lack the words to share with them. We fear them, we don't wanna be rejected by them. We never seem to find the right moment to share the gospel with people. We don't walk with the revelation of heaven and hell being just a breath away. And so we're not exactly witnesses. But neither were they, exactly. Something still had to be done. They needed the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon them before they could be witnesses. And so do we. When we've been praying for revival, we've been saying, may all who hear be saved today. Yet, we've also been saying, may all who are saved proclaim the way one of the most prevalent signs of revival is the ease at which the gospel not only pours forth in power from the pulpit but also from the witness of everyday believers who fill the pews when the holy spirit comes he empowers us all to be what we are called to be witnesses this is how we know revival has come. We become controlled by the love of Christ, and we live not for ourselves but for Him. And wherever we go, we witness. Acts four thirty three says, "And with great power the apostles gave witness." Look at that fulfillment of the declaration made in Acts one eight. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses. Only four chapters later, it says, And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And then it carries on and says, And great grace was upon them all, not only the apostles, but on everyone. That great grace that was upon them all was the power of the Spirit, enabling them to share Jesus effectively with their world. And how much do we need that great grace? Imagine a revival where we are all effective witnesses, where we're not relying on pulpits, but everyday places become turning points for the lost. Imagine a revival where each one of us is empowered by the Spirit to share Jesus like never before. That's a revival I want to be a part of. Let's come honestly before the Lord and confess our weaknesses and our inadequacy at being witnesses. And let's agree that's not who we want to be and let's ask for the power of the spirit to come upon us so that we can be witnesses like they were so let's pray lord i bow my heart and i bend my knee send revival but start with me pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way may all who hear be saved today may all who are saved, proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for